two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, and leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. This is Wright Brennan with the Lost in the Midlands podcast brought to you by Midlands Dumpster Services and Seawright Roofing. And today I am here with a Citadel Bulldog, a travel agent, BNI networker, entrepreneur, Mr. Mark Baker. Mark, thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That is such a cool poem. And we've read it on here before. And I, I know that uh, it means so many different things to, to different people. What What strikes you in this? piece basically at the citadel it sits on plaques within the galleyways to remind everybody you know that you haven't chosen the normal college path yeah um a lot of differences from a normal college so i've heard about some of those differences yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean back when i was there you know (laughs) back in the day (laughs) you've got 20 something year olds that are basically yelling at you yeah but there's a purpose behind it. Yeah. Um, so it was something I had always wanted to do. It was the only school I really applied to. Wow. And basically it turned into something that was the best benefit to me. So That is awesome. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to say that about this poem. <laughs> that it was, I didn't know that it was posted at the Citadel. You know, how fitting. Um, yeah, I love having Citadel people on here. I love just hearing about the experience. So different from my college experience. Well, that carries on past your your years at school. Yeah. A lot of us kind of joke around when you talk to somebody at USC or Clemson or any other regular college, if you will. Yeah. It's, you know, how about the football game, the basketball team, this or that. At the Citadel, the first question is, what year, what company? Yeah. Um, kind of getting the back story for that individual and getting to know them. So it's a, it's a different introduction to people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of beginnings, um, before Citadel, where did, did you grow up in Lexington? or? I grew up in Columbia behind the VA hospital. Went to Dreer High School. Awesome. And that was, you know... You were like, I got to get out of town. I got to go somewhere special. I'm going to the Citadel. No, I had a father that graduated from there, uh, wow. an uncle that graduated from there. So it was just, uh, it wasn't anything that they said you have to do that because uh, it was actually an uncle from my mother's side. So it was two different sides of the family. Yeah. Um, you know, had some concern before I went, second thoughts, and. My dad basically made the statement that, you know, if you're the only one that can go through this, he goes, I've been through it. I know what it, what it entailed yeah. and 
you're the one that's got to go through it and basically help sense the deal from there. <laughs> that's awesome. Probably great <laughs> advice from the man, right? Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh, when you were in school, were, what were you studying? Like, what was what was this next step? Um, I was a business administration with emphasis in accounting. Cool. Um, worked as an internship my senior year in the at a CPA firm down there. Uh, graduated and basically was looking to to work in the accounting field. So yeah, came back home, worked um, for the. South Carolina Comptroller General's Office. Wow. They're the ones that help kind of direct the budget and the payments uh, for every state agency in the in the state. So worked there for four years, went to a hardware store, a uh, family hardware store. But that was a night and day difference in culture. Well, yes, especially <laughs> when it's my wife's family. So, oh, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> nice. But I, you know, the goal was for me to work their accounting side, yeah. um, help help get some of their books straight, yeah. and ended up being a, a assistant sales manager inside, a yard manager outside. So totally different swing from from what I'd done. Um, stayed there about a year and a half, and I was like, "That's enough." Um, <laughs> books are good. Yeah. Uh, Never really got to the books. Never got was, to the books. <laughs> you know, kind of being a member of the family, it was more one of those. We need you to do this. Yeah. We need you to do that. You know, <laughs> you're you're kind of the child, so yeah. we need you to do this. Books later. <laughs> yeah. So, and from there, I went to Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Worked for their basically their government cost accounting side. Um, did that for 19 years, doing bids and proposals to the federal government. Um, over a billion dollars in contract wins. So it's it was interesting work. Yeah. Um, exhausting work, and yep. finally there came a point where that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> time for something new. Well, I love asking new. that question. You did go out on your own. So yeah, I did. how did that uh, decision weigh on you? Heavy? It was. It was a nice aspect to to leave that corporate environment, um, didn't really have a plan. So just kind of looking around and came across an ad for talking about travel agents yeah, and sparked some interest and decided let's have a go at it. You know, I was doing other things, you know, some bookkeeping, I was doing some substitute teaching here and there yeah, and it was all, you know, giving me time, and so when I found the the agency that piqued my interest, yeah, that's the path I took. So. Well, that's awesome. Were you like, you know what, I want to travel too? I mean, was that part of the incentive there? No, it was when my kids were growing up. I had helped my son being a Cub Scout master, yeah, and had helped work planning their trips, yeah. And had enjoyed it. So this was family trips. It was the the pull up camping style. You know, you pull up to the campsite, pop the hood. Yeah. You know, throw your tin out. You know, throw your stuff in it. Camp for a day or two. Throw it back in the back of the car and pull off. Yeah. Um. 
my daughter or my wife decided that she needed to start something for my daughter. Um, so we started a Girl Scout troop. Cool. Um, my wife didn't necessarily care for the first aid training, so it was basically, honey, we need you to. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went through the training for it. Heck, even became a certified lifeguard so that uh, we could take a trip. Yeah, um, cool. And so it was putting all those pieces together and enjoying it because it, it was not just a matter of saying, hey, we're going here. It was what are all the pieces to make it go? So who all is going? How are we getting there? Um, what food are we going to have? Yeah. You know, are we going to see certain things while we're there? And so it was all putting those pieces together that kind of helped when I decided to, to go and become a travel advisor. So. This is Wright Brennan, the owner of Sea Wright Roofing. When it comes to the maintenance of your roof, you want to know that you have an experienced team that knows what they're doing. And with 10 years in the business, we check all the boxes. Leaky roof, storm damage, or just overdue on maintenance, give us a call at 803-828-4181 for a free estimate. Again, that's 803-828-4181. And remember, our commitment is to roof it the right way. Yeah, I can tell you love putting the puzzle the puzzle together. I mean, kind of like in, I guess, in the books, it's a dang mess every time you open up somebody's new bug. <laughs> but then here, somebody wants to go on a trip. Well, it's like, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff here we got to figure out. So that was one thing, you know, when I was at Blue Cross, there was that time period before 2000 um, where there was a lot of computer work being done because things had to be reprogrammed to change dates. Yeah. So I had um, interviewed to become a computer programmer and one of the questions one of the recruiters asked was what do you like to do in your spare time and I was like I like puzzles <laughs> and it was working through all of that yeah. and like you're saying putting the pieces working the edge first and then you work towards the center yeah um doing all those pieces and and making it come to fruition and and seeing the final picture. Um, so when you change that over to travel, it's, is it the flights? Is it just, is it a transfer from the airport to a hotel? Is it, you know, no trip is ever the same. You know, it may be a different location anywhere in the world. It may be something as simple as a cruise. Yeah. But there's a lot of other pieces that a lot of people just don't think about. And so that, as a travel agent, is what we exist for. Tell me about the world of travel right now. Like, where are people going? Or is, so is Disney, like, and, and maybe even, like, if there's some kind of uh, specialty in your field, are you more to send people to Disney World than send them on a cruise, or are you full-scale both? You can send them wherever they want to go. I'm full-scale, but we do specialize. Yeah. Um, I do specialize in Disney because we're only seven hours, eight hours down the road, yeah. It's not hard. Um, it's easy to specialize in cruises. Yeah. Um, not just ocean, but also river cruises, cool. like in Europe. Um, I do quite. I've done quite a bit of European travel um, in the past two years. Yeah. Um, Europe's really taken off, especially after the pandemic. The what they call revenge travel 
truly. <laughs> time uh, to get out there. Yeah, yeah it, time to get out of here. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, it can be anything from expedition ocean cruises that travel to places like Antarctica. Oh yeah. Um, safaris in Africa, all inclusives in Bali or or in the Caribbean. So it, it's. A lot of my job is simply listening to my clients, understanding what it is that they want to do, and understanding what they don't want to do, which is just as important. Yeah. Um, because if they don't want to do a certain activity, I don't want to put them someplace that that's what they're known for. So, <laughs> you know, that can have a real impact on somebody's trip. Yeah. What about if somebody's looking to go on a business trip? Absolutely. And they need hotels and cars and, you know. Even if they've got strange plans that say, <laughs> hey, we want to drive up to Virginia and catch our flight there. <laughs> We're flexible enough that all we need to know is what what that individual wants to do, how they want to do it, and we can help put the pieces. One thing I always tell my clients when I give them their proposal, their quote, if it's not what you're looking for, tell me. Yeah. You're you're not you're not hurting my feelings. This is what I heard you say and this is what I'm trying to prepare for you. And if it's not what you need, we can absolutely change it up and get it to what you want. Heck yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate that business trip you sent me on where I had all kinds of different <laughs> flights, hotels, rental cars, and fun activities around the country. So Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think a big misperception that people have of travel is when working with a travel advisor, I'm going to cost you more money. And that's not the case. I'm not necessarily going to give you the cheapest hotel because I'm not going to put you in that part of town that you may not come back from. Um, <laughs> yeah. A great story I've got is my wife and I did a trip to um, Budapest. We did a river cruise. We sailed out of Munich um, a little, about an hour outside, sailed down to Budapest. On board the ship, we met this these couple of ladies that were from Arizona, and they had booked their hotels in Budapest. So when we got off the ship, we were like, we'll meet you, you know, in a couple hours and, you know, we'll kind of make plans. So we get to our hotel. It was nice. There was a, the restaurant downstairs had been a war two um, bomb shelter. Cool. So it had that nice ambiance yeah, and yeah. all. We get a text from from these ladies and they're like we're not going to make it to dinner we're like why well they sent us a picture of what was right across the way from their hotel and it was a sex shop and they were like <laughs> not cool we don't feel comfortable going in and out yeah and i was like yeah i think i know where you're talking about because <laughs> when i was looking for hotels i kind of identified some that i don't think that's the best place yeah so that as a travel agent is another aspect to, you know, what I try to do in making sure my clients are going to be in, in a place that they're going to be happy with. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I um, also wanted to ask, because some people, obviously any business owner knows, some people are harder to please than others. And you, you probably got people when they're on a vacation and something doesn't go right, you know, 
I'm sure they're picking the phone up. And they're calling Mark Baker. You know. And they're like, hey, right now. You know, I know you've got the aspect of when somebody's roof's leaking, you got to get there. Yeah. I'll have a client that's in Europe that there's a problem with the flight. And considering there's a nine-hour time difference, most of those flights leaving Europe are 9 and 10 in the morning, which means it's midnight, 1, 2 in the morning here. On call. So it's putting them on call, and it's letting them know, hey, if you got a problem, give me a call. Yeah. You know, I'll tell people, if we have a problem, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and stand in line, but I'm going to be working it in the meantime so that when we get it resolved, you're going to be moving to the front and can get your new ticket. Um, I never want to have to do that for obvious reasons. But just like you're saying, with the state of travel, you never can know what's going on with the airlines. Is their system going to freeze up? Are you going to lose your luggage? Is somebody going to strike? You know, yeah. Is that weather storm going to come in and shut down um, airports? So... And that's one aspect. Europe's had a lot of problems this year with uh, trains, having train strikes. So it's still being able to to find how to get my clients from point A to point B for their next part of their trip. Heck yeah. And you do an amazing job. Thank you. you. I mean, if you can keep Bill Danielson happy traveling around Europe, you can keep anybody happy traveling around Europe. So. The one interesting <laughs> aspect with this, and I do have to share this. So when Bill went on his trip to to track his um, his father's path from um, England through the bulge um, during World War II, yeah, he rented a car. We rented a car. Next thing I know after he gets back is I start getting these emails from the car rental company. Hey, your client got a ticket <laughs> for speed. For speed. <laughs> it wasn't one email. It wasn't two emails. It was three emails. Hey, look, Bill Danielson's got places to go, okay? These speed limits you, are you not going You can't slow him down. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, it, you know, he was like, you know, when we went into Liechtenstein, he was like, we saw all these things that just kind of kept popping everywhere. <laughs> he said, and within a few minutes, we realized it was, they were running, <laughs> you know, they were cameras for radar. So it was like, yeah. Yeah, busting them off. So, you know, I actually responded back to the car rental company saying, hey, can you provide me just a little bit of proof? Because saying my client was speeding is one thing. Next thing in the email was, here's the picture of your client in the car. You know, when I look back at the emails, the first ticket was at this time. He hit those three (laughs) points within a five-minute time period. He had to be somewhere. somewhere. And that speaks to your dedication, your client. You're going back. You're asking the the car rental company, hey, we need proof of this. So. That's awesome. Well, it's, it, sorry, but, you know, it's also like when a client loses luggage. You know, the airline loses their luggage. You know, clients in a new destination doesn't know what to do. And so it's being able to say, call me, yeah. and then letting them know, go to the store, 
keep your receipts, even get a receipt for your taxi. You know, I had one client that was like, why? Because it's part of your reimbursement. You had to pay that out of your pocket that you normally wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so it's also helping some of my clients when they've had those type of incidents, working with travel insurance to get reimbursed for what they're supposed to be. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Where can people find you? Somebody wants to go on a trip, how do they get hold of Mark? So I've got a basic website, um, www.bakersview.com. My email is markbaker at bakersview.com, and that's B-A-K-E-R-S-V-I-E-W. Or you can give me a call, 803-622-0363. And, you know, my website doesn't allow you to book anything. It just says, hey, here's some ideas, because I want to put that touch to it that says, you know, how can we make it a a complete and worthwhile experience for you? Well, you're going to work with a person, not with chat, GBT, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, because if I know what you're doing, I can be there when you need me. Chat, GBT (laughs) can only get you there. Yeah. They ain't going to... Yeah, they're going to tell you, hey, you may be able to go and uh, talk to so-and-such, but they're not going to be getting on the phone for it. Right. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mark, it is awesome to have you on. You've done an amazing job helping me travel, and I love to hear about all the stories when you send people on fun trips. So thanks for coming on today, man. Hey, thank you for having me as always. I appreciate it. Hey everyone, many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.